0: If something happens in your life that's not your fault, who's responsible? Think about it for a second because the answer may actually be life-altering. If you think you are, then you're correct. But regardless of whether or not you answered right or wrong, let's explore this notion some more, shall we? From Phil's feed comes a weekly digital series where he shares his insights, concepts, and findings learned during his 15-year journey of working in the entertainment industry. Each lesson offers you a roadmap to overcome the challenges that all artists face on the path to success. Welcome to Phil's Tech Podcast. Salutations! I'm extremely honored that you are joining me today because it is my pleasure to help creatives like you master mental fortitude. because it is my belief that it takes way more than just skill and luck to succeed in the entertainment industry. Before we jump in though, allow me to invite you to subscribe to the series if you haven't done it already. Once subscribed, you'll be alerted to new lessons that I post. Thank you if you just subscribed. All right, let's begin by reiterating the notion. Just because something is not your fault does not mean it's not your responsibility. Stated another and perhaps simpler way, whatever happens in your life, whether you caused it or not, is yours to deal with. Here's an example from my own life to help illustrate this point. I had to file some paperwork down at the DMV because of my car. There was an official form among the many other papers I had to give them. This official form, like it sounds, was a very, very important document, which actually, ultimately, I didn't have to do much with except take it from this one location and bring it down to the DMV. Now, when I got to the DMV, I was denied because the form needed to be, quote, unaltered. I asked for clarity as to what the hell that meant, and they said whoever filled out the form made a mistake with the date. I pointed out that that was true, but they fixed it, and it certainly matched the date on the bottom of the form. There was actually two places for the date on a single sheet. Go figure. The DMV stated they simply couldn't take it, even though I had receipts and other forms verifying the date was valid and the fact that I did indeed do what I had been required to do. It wasn't happening. As you can see, the mistake wasn't my fault, but it was my responsibility to deal with. It sucks, especially because rather than the DMV stepping in to then process another form for me, I actually had to do that myself, which consisted of me calling a number and being on hold for hours on end. In short, I didn't make the mistake, but I was required to fix it. And this actually happens a lot in my life, and I know a lot of people's lives as well. Not the DMV part, but the part where it's not my fault, but I still have to deal with it. It happens in your life, but you may not realize it. Let me give you another example just to help clarify. This one didn't actually happen to me, but I'm sure you've heard stories like this. A person that suffers a tragic accident caused by a reckless driver. Imagine this person was just crossing the street at a time when the crosswalk signal allowed the person to actually go. But a driver, not looking, just went and hit that person. To make this story even sadder, let's imagine the person that was hit lost the ability to walk. Who's at fault in this situation? The driver is. But who's responsible moving forward? The person who got hit. That might sound shitty to say, but there is a purpose to this idea. It is meant as a way for you and me to stop being victims of circumstance. Life happens, and it can suck. It really can. But we still have to move on. And it is how we choose to move on that actually defines us. I'm not happy that I spent two hours on hold to get a new form for the DMV, only to then go through the same process I'd already gone through once before. But if I adopt a pissed off and miserable attitude, then that's all I'll be. In the words of the departed, I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. And it's true, I don't. And neither should you. It doesn't mean you can't have a moment of frustration. Allow yourself some space to process those emotions don't shy away from them. That is part of self-care to allow yourself that space. But eventually, once you do, you'll need to act in a way that's not just you moping around because what will that ultimately solve in the long run? The reason my second example is of a person who loses the ability to walk is because I've seen that type of story used as evidence of resilience, where in spite of their accident, that person finds purpose and a way to not be a victim of that tragedy. And that's precisely correct. This is what it is all about. You and I should draw inspiration from that type of story. And there's countless other stories like this that I could tell. Each of us has a choice to make based on what life hands us. We can be victims and blame everyone else around us for our problems, or we can, not, we can start accepting it and learn to move forward regardless of life's setbacks. Let's all make a commitment to stop being victims of bad luck and tragedy, and adopt the mentality that we're responsible for our own lives. This notion applies to anyone. It doesn't matter if you're an atheist, an agnostic, if you believe in the universe or God, because regardless of who is laying out your path in life, you are still responsible for walking it. Is that not right? I've experienced this firsthand. I used to go, woe is me all the time whenever bad things would happen. Now, I've gotten much better at dealing with any issues that arise whether large or small because i know i have the ability to succeed regardless of what life hands me doesn't mean it's easy trust me it's not but knowing you have other options is certainly a big component of overcoming life's hurdles so why don't we truly make a pact right here right now to take ownership of our lives no matter what to clarify and simultaneously inspire you further Here's a quote from Charles Swindoll that really hits on this notion in terms of how we can apply the notion of responsibility to our daily lives. Here it is. The longer I live, the more I realize the impact of attitude on life. Attitude to me is more important than facts. It is more important than the past, the education, the money, than circumstances, than failure, than successes, than what other people think or say. do. It is more important than appearance, giftedness, or skill. It will make or break a company, a church, a home. The remarkable thing is we have a choice every day regarding the attitude we will embrace for that day. We cannot change our past. We cannot change the fact that people will act in a certain way. We cannot change the inevitable. The only thing we can do is play on the one string we have, and that is our attitude. I am convinced that life is 10% what happens to me and 90% of how I react to it. And so it is with you. We are in charge of our attitudes. End of quote. Pretty powerful stuff, no? Please allow it to sit so that you can really understand that no matter who is at fault in the things that are happening in your life, you actually have control over your attitude and the actions you take. This is the part of the show where I invite you to comment down below with any instances in your life where you chose not to be a victim of your circumstances. Write it proudly so that anyone else seeing your words may be inspired. I'm sure I will be. And with that, we conclude this lesson. Feel free, however, to click over to the numerous lessons I've created just for you. I have so many that you can check out along with other free resources, all available on my website at philsvitek.com. Also, I'm going to be coming out with a workbook version of this series to help you master mental fortitude. The book will reiterate my various lessons as well as provide exercises for you to put those lessons to practice. If you're interested in the details of this, just subscribe to my newsletter over on my website or just leave a comment down below saying as such. Lastly, a huge thank you to the people that helped make this episode financially possible. If you too would like to support this show, you can either head over to my Patreon page or support some of my merch from my store. The links are provided down below for your convenience. Or you can always just tell a friend about this show, and that way we can build a great community of like-minded people. Sounds great, doesn't it? Anyway, thanks for tuning in to another episode of mine. I'm at PhilSvitek on social media, and I'll see you next Wednesday with another lesson. Bye.